The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Support for Armchair and the Saints Happy Hour podcast comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their Lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you using on your balls. That's just nasty. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code armchair. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour live stream. It is a special show tonight. Me and Andrew have been saving this guest all year. This is a this is a, a silver bullet we've been saving. Andrew's <laughs> father is our guest picker, and oh my God, the stories he has been telling me before the show actually started—it's amazing, Mr. Juge. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for being a patron and shoveling Andrew's inheritance straight to me. I appreciate that very much. Thank you. You're welcome, Ralph. It's only part, but enjoy. <laughs> so, uh, before we get to the picks, we were talking before the show about Andrew. We, you know, as we've talked about Saints memories and stuff. Andrew was t- telling everybody on the podcast, if, if the fans that listen, that Andrew grew up in Paris in his formative years and it was in the 90s so you didn't have the internet you didn't have high speed you didn't have 80s, sun- 80s. Su- 80s 80s right so you didn't have Sunday ticket you didn't have all that so Andrew had to get relatives to record Saints games ship them to Paris but Mr. Juge tell the people what Andrew did to make your phone bills incredibly <laughs> extravagant. This had me literally rolling on the floor before the show. Tell the people it's amazing. Well, he you know, my father was recording the games, but but he would call my wife's father, uh, Roy Deaton and Metairie for, you know, updates, live updates during the game. And so he'd call him, you know, he'd call some of his cousins. You know, he he call other relatives and stuff. So he was calling maybe three, four, five people every game. And you know, I I had the biggest phone bills the France Telecom you know phone company had ever seen. <laughs> Can in you fact, tell? In fact, once Can... I just remembered, Andrew. Remember, once we Ralph, we went on vacation to Geneva, Switzerland, and he was calling people from the hotel, and the phone bill was bet was bigger than the than the bill for the room and the food. 
<laughs> Andrew, did you did you realize how big the phone bills were and just not care, or did you not know and you're just like I'm just calling relatives. It doesn't matter. It's fine. Oh, I don't think I really knew, um, but uh, I was definitely in trouble the next day when the bill was handed to my dad. <laughs> I, I didn't realize uh, that it was that significant. But uh, you know, I mean. Back then, man, it wasn't like I mean, any, anyone that listens to this show and grew up in the '80s or '90s, I mean, you know what you knew what it was like not to have cell phones or internet. That you couldn't have varied interests. You, you picked one thing, and that was your thing, kind of. You know, it, it it was hard to maintain a lot of interests. So yeah, that's I, why I kind of had tunnel vision. That's why people our age. Like now, you see people that are into wrestling and sports and anime. Back, people our age, like 30 plus, like you had to pick a lane. You either had to be sports guy, comic book guy, golf guy, or like music. You couldn't have all these varied interests because it was hard. You had to spend a lot of time getting what you wanted to cover, right? It was, you know, you read Sports Illustrated, you read the paper and all. Now you can, these kids, they have it so good. But uh, Mr. Mr. Juge, are you as big a sports lunatic as Andrew is? Is that how he got his his fandom? <clears throat> no, only in part. Um, I, I'm a I'm a bigger lunatic about LSU, you know, because I went to school there and I followed LSU, you know, as a kid. So for me, my you know my first and foremost team is LSU, and after that, the Saints. But but I think a- Andrew is a bigger Saints fan even than I am of LSU. So. Uh, maybe he kind of got a start at it, you know, from me, but he, he's developed his own sort of cult thing. So no, he, he, he's, he's developed his own thing beyond, beyond anything I suggested. My dad went to school at LSU. Ralph, you'll know this name, but my dad went to school at the same time as Burt Jones at LSU. Oh, wow. And so when it, whenever anyone asks my dad, you know, where'd you go to school? He says LSU, and you know some people will maybe even pretend like they know, like, oh yeah, yeah. But the the next thing he always says is, I went there in the same era as Burt Jones, and and like thirty percent of the people that he says that to know what the fuck he's talking about, and like the other seventy are like, what what, what did well, you just say? I have no Bert- idea. But my dad just. He, he he'll say it anyway. So you just gotta let everybody know that it was the Burt. Burt Jones. Jones. Is one of my fav- is, is maybe my most favorite Mike Dettelier story ever because when Burt Jones came out, the Saints had the number one pick, but they already had Archie, so they were like, "We don't need a quarterback. Let's trade the pick." They called the Colts and were like, "What we want is they wanted Billy Newsom as to switch picks and like something else," and the Colts didn't believe them and put them put him on mute on speakerphone and were like do you believe this shit the, the this is all they want for the number one, are you kidding they didn't think it was they didn't think it was real and it's just it's it's my mike to tell you i tells it better than me but it's just it's just amazing like the saints in the 70s were just comedy um so everybody that does this show, you know, you donate $1,000 a month. Me and Andrew can't believe you people got us to four figures. We never thought we'd actually have to do this gambling show, but we do it every week. And by the way, I'm curb stomping Andrew, although Andrew's coming back from the dead. I am cur- I'm currently at 33-17-1 uh, in the pick'em. I am stomping you, Andrew. The double-digit 
Saints Happy Hour Investment Fund, 14, 10, and 1 for the year. If you bet, if you would have bet every NFL underdog the entire year <laughs> like I do, you'd be four games ahead. And if not for that stupid non-touchdown at the end of San Francisco game, it'd be 15 and 10. And here's the question, Andrew, that I have for you. When do I do I eject for the double digit fund? Do I when does it get to a point where I'm so far ahead that I have to like the blackjack table just walk away? Oh no, I think you ride ride it till the end. Because this is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Because right now I'm up, I'm up on ride that. Ride or I'm die. Up, I'm up... I'm, I'm up. I'm up five hundred. I got a ride or die. To, I got a ride or yeah, die. Yeah. How, how do you? How? Why would you eject from a winning recipe? I don't know. It's it's getting up there. It's getting up a lot of money. It's getting. I mean, because it's gonna. It it only wins like fifty one percent right now. It's at like a ridiculous level. Uh, so let's get to the picks. Uh, so we, we start the we start the picks with LSU. So Mr. Juge, since you're an LSU lunatic, we'll start with you. LSU is the biggest favorite in an SEC conference game since 1978. They are playing the Arkansas Razorbacks. They are favored by 46 points. Who you got, LSU or Arkansas? Uh, I I got LSU. I I think they'll hit the spread bang on like they usually do. I thought it was 44, so I guess it's up to 46. This this is like my 45th anniversary year of graduating. (laughs) And so I'm I'm going to the game. I'm going to New Orleans um, Friday morning, and I'm going to the Arkansas and Texas A&M games, uh, you know, for some alumni stuff. And so I'm going to be there. So oh yeah, I, I think LSU is going to hit the spread, bang on. So I'm, oh I'm with God. the Tiger. Andrew, that is a ju- that I can't, I can't almost fa- that number is almost hard to fathom in the SEC. It's bad. It's bad shit. Insane. It's 46. I mean, yeah. if Arkansas scores. Seven points by accident. It, in theory, it could be hard to cover. But then again, LSU—they scored fifty-eight against Arkansas, and they didn't even play that good. Yeah, I mean, Arkansas is so bad. It, they are. It's terrible. not. I mean, LSU might score seventy, and I'm not kidding. Yeah. Um. Um. So that—that's the first thing I would say about Arkansas. But 
Man, LSU's defense is awful. Awful, awful, awful right now. And Grant Delpit, I don't even think he's going to play. I heard that Mike Divinity is back at practice, but he's not going to be eligible to play for some reason. I guess it's academic, but he, he uh, he's not going to play till maybe the, the playoffs. So based on all that, I just feel like at the end of the day, there's no – like LSU might score 70, but if they do, they're definitely – they're definitely giving up at least 28 or 30. So I, I think there might be 100 points combined in this game. And <laughs> no, man, I think offenses. Arkansas is going to score just because I think a, a team, a college football team with my dad at tight end and Ralph at quarterback could put up a <laughs> touchdown on this defense I mean, right now. The thing is, LSU, their stats against winning teams that are Division One. Aren't that bad on defense, but they're they're Ralph, def- What's how far can you throw a football, Ralph? <laughs> like a college size football? Yeah, like mm, yeah. I could throw I could throw you a lollipop pass f- of like forty yards, maybe. Like it'd be like a punt. Oh, yeah. Like it wouldn't. Oh happen. yeah, you're, you're getting two touchdowns easy on that defense. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing though, Arkansas, they're in indes- they're indescribably bad. Like. If you look at their losses, uh, they, I mean, they basically uh, had to fire the coach just because it, it got to where it was intolerable, you know? Um, their lo- I mean, they, they, they lost to San Jose State at home. They lost to... Um, Western Kentucky. Western. They got housed by Western Kentucky at home. I mean, I think LSU's defense is going to be mad. They're going to play a little bit better, yep. and I think it's going to be like sixty-three to ten. Like I, I just think, I just think LSU's going to cover. The thing is, and here's a question, Andrew: Is this LSU offense? It might be more fun to watch than the 2011 Saints offense, which I never thought would be possible in my entire life. Yeah, I mean they're just their receivers are so good. I got there're three or four guys, maybe even five guys deep at receiver. And I I think when the Saints were at their best, I mean we're talking when they had in terms of the playmaking, when they had Meacham and Henderson and Lance Moore and Colston and Jimmy Graham and Sproles, and they had all those weapons, that's what it feels like. Uh there's just too many weapons and I mean the three receivers they have. I mean when when Terrace Mitchell is your third receiver, um, and he's having a season. He's kind of having that. Kind of says it all. Yeah, and the yeah. thing is too. Even the 2011 Saints, as dominant as they were, and they're great. They're all-time great. Probably top five NFL offense all time. The talent disparity between the Saints and whoever they played wasn't as wide a gap as it is with LSU when they play Ole Miss, when they play Arkansas. So it really is like LSU is playing against toddlers sometimes. Like, I, I felt like Ole Miss, like if LSU, if, if, if they'd have said L, L, LSU, you need to score 70, they scored 70. Like, it, it's just it's just incredible. Uh, but I'm, I'm worried that their defense may sidetrack the most fun LSU team of my entire life. Uh, I, I never thought that until the Ole Miss game, but now I do think that. But I'm taking LSU. They're going to they're gonna cover. So I'm taking Arkansas. So, Andrew, what's your next pick? Uh, are we not doing the Saints yet? No, we'll do the Saints last. 
Okay. Um, well, I'll, I'll let Dad go first. You, Dad, you go ahead and make a pick because I gotta, I gotta win this. <clears throat> okay. Well, my my uh, my, my uh, absolute best pick of the week is the Falcons and the Bucks. I think it was in four and a half. It is. Are you riding the Dan oh. Quinn, the Dan, the Save oh. Dan Quinn job campaign? Are you, you're you're all in on that? Exactly. I think the Falcons are back. I I I, <laughs> I believe everything I heard on your podcast. That you know, they they had they had hugely more talent and, and stuff than a one in seventeen. You know, they've got the two great wins in a row. They're now coming you know against the Bucks. You know, with you know Mister you know Christmas gift interception quarterback. Uh, you know the criminal. So I, I just, I just think Atlanta is going to crush Tampa Bay by at least a couple of touchdowns, maybe three. So for me, four and a half. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about. Yeah, they're at home your, too. Your, um, oh, I yeah. mean, so I, I think, I think the, I think the Falcons are a lock for a lot more than four and a half. I think that's the bet of if, the week. And I think I'm, gonna, I'm going to, I'm going to make my first bet with um, my bookie. <laughs> <laughs> well. That's a that's a good reminder for me to uh, to read the ad. Everybody, my bookie, go there. They have the best online gambling experience you can find. Mybookie.ag. Right now, sign up. Use the code Armchair. Get a hundred percent sign up bonus. That's right. You put in a hundred, you get a hundred to play. It's it's the best. You can bet on anything you want. You can bet in game. You can bet out of game. You can be like me and. Wake up early on a Saturday and bet English Premier League soccer just because, you know, my son's up. And if I'm going to watch Southampton and Tottenham, I need to have a little juice on it to make it exciting, you know. So go to mybookie.ag, use the code armchair, and you'll get a 100% sign-up bonus. That's right. Go to arm. Go to mybookie.ag. You, I'm sorry. Yeah, go to mybookie.ag. Use the code armchair. You get a hundred percent sign-up bonus. Do it now. It's awesome. So, I'll, I'll go. So my next pick. I'm a uh, man. Ohio State is favored 18 points over Penn State. And wow. I, I just think that is – I know Ohio State's been pouring on the points. They look awesome. Penn State has looked shaky. Even the games they've won, they've been close. Um, but, man, that, that's just such a rivalry. You know Penn State's going to come and play their best. Um, I just think they're going to give Ohio State their best shot, and 18 points is way too high for me. So I'm, I'm going to take Penn State there. Penn State. All right. I totally butchered the MyBookie ad, guys. Go to MyBookie.ag. Use the code CHAIR, not armchair. Use the, just the code <laughs> CHAIR and get a 100% sign-up bonus. Do it. It's awesome. I, I go yeah, they're, there. Never, I, they're never sponsoring us again. They sponsor. <laughs> we, we do great for them. They love us. They're about, to sign, they're about to sign up for the whole year for 2020 as long as they just don't as long as their executives don't listen to as this long podcast, as they don't listen right listen to this one <laughs> but I, they'll they'll be happy that i redid the ad and made good guys use the code chair get a hundred percent sign up bonus so i'm getting it <laughs> my next pick it, I, I, i'm i i can't quit you rutgers you broke my heart two weeks you lost straight up to you. You you beat Liberty, which was an abomination. You didn't you 
You covered against Ohio State. Uh, you covered the 15 and a half. This week, they're playing Michigan State. Michigan State is an abomination. They gave up a 28-point lead to Illinois at home. So they're bad. But I'm going to trust you one more time, Rutgers, and I'm going to take Michigan State minus the 20 and a half uh, because even in spite of you breaking my heart two times, I'm still way, way ahead of, uh, uh, way, way ahead with you this year. So I'm taking you, uh, Mr. Juge. I think you have the same feeling as I do about Rutgers. <clears throat> uh, yes, I do, Ralph. But since I, I figured Rutgers was your double-digit dog. Uh, priority, you know, I shouldn't spoof you on that. So I got a walk. I got a walk card to throw in. Give it to us. Okay. Uh, it, how about French League One? I like it. I got, Get exotic. I got I got, I got PSG covering like over Lille Friday night. Now. You know, PSG's top of the table. Lille is fifth. Uh, Marseille just beat him, I think, uh, a couple of weeks ago. So you know, critical game. Uh, I'm. I'm I'm saying PSG easily covers the one. That Brad. burned. That burned your son a couple weeks ago. It did. When, when it he, did. <laughs> he texted me on a Sunday night, and he just listed off his disaster gambling from the weekend. And he started with PSG, and he somehow he ended with PSG. I don't know how much red wine you had had, Andrew, but you started <laughs> with a rant against about how PSG. How could they lose? And then you ended with it. And I was like, man, that's a bad, that's a bad gambling. We could. The funniest thing was though, he topped it off by gambling on the Chargers, and they got housed by by Pittsburgh on Sunday night. Oh gosh. Yeah, that's how I got down uh, one seventy or whatever it was. <laughs> so having, everybody, been give us away ever since. Give, give everybody in the chat room while we're making these picks. Give us your worst gambling decision of 2019 so far so i was thinking of going uh english premier league i haven't decided yet i'll if i do i'll give it out to y'all before but uh i'm gonna go um of course double digit dogs i bet every nfl one every week so uh miami they're getting 10 and a half at cleveland i'm betting it but this weekend, I'm putting I'm, instead of just putting the normal hundred, I'm putting two. I'm putting two units on the Dolphins. Whoa, uh, whoa! But I, listen, Miami is my wife's team, and she's frustrated with them because they can't even tank correctly. My wife, my yeah, I gotta I gotta pull up the soundbite and hit. My wife. But here's the thing: Cleveland is terrible. Like Cleveland. Their roster is really good, but they made a terrible hire in in Kinchins as their coach. You know, you know how Andrew sometimes me and you when we do the daily podcast, which people should subscribe to, seven dollars. You're getting this one free, but you subscribe seven dollars a month. You get Saints podcast every day. You know, we joke about this team should not be favored a, a, a ten point against ten points against anybody, and we've said that we said that against the Saints when their defense was really bad. Sometimes Cleveland's the same way. Cleveland shouldn't be favored against. 10 points against anybody. I don't care if they're at home. I don't care about Miami. Like, Miami's going to go in there. They're going to play competitive, and they're going to cover. I, I'm tempted to go Miami on the money line with this game. But, I, but I, I'm not going to give that out because I'm not going to make that decision until Sunday morning. Uh, so that's my pick. So, uh, Mr. Juge, where are you going next? 
Are you there? Sorry, yeah, we're off. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I got Tulane. My old loss. Oh lord! If I had the Tulane UCF. fight song, I'd play it. And uh, I, I'm, um, I, I, I might even go money line on this one. But to me, I, wow. I think what is it, six and a half? It uh, is. I think you know, you know, UCF's lost three games. They got, you know, they lost to Tulsa last week. Breaking news, yeah. Andrew. He's wasting more of your inheritance bet- <laughs> betting on Tulane. <laughs> yeah, Rob, I'm gonna money line this one. <laughs> He's he's going full Homer on the show. <sighs> I love it. Full Homer. I love it. So Andrew, what's your you next pick? You never go full Homer. No, you never do. What's your next pick? <laughs> um my next pick, I mean, I, I just think the Bengals are such a trash heap and Bam. you know, the Steelers, Juju Smith Schuster might be out. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger's done for the year. James Conner hurt his shoulder again, he's out. Basically, like the the Steelers don't have anybody left, and I still have <laughs> the utmost confidence in them covering on the road. That's how bad the Bengals are. Um, so it's six and a half. The Steelers are going to win by ten. Yeah, I mean, Cincinnati Cincinnati is so bad, and it. Part of me, you you have told me, Andrew, that the Saints probably dodged a bullet that they didn't that the Cincinnati didn't do the AJ Green trade with them. Uh, because he's hurt or whatever, but I am I am still so mad at Cincinnati. I'm so mad that they're that. Inc- I'm mad about their incompetence that they were so stupid as to not say yes to the Saints' ridiculous offer for AJ Green, whatever it happened to be. Um, and their coach is just like they like you knew and, and and you said it on the podcast, right? Sean Payton was making fun of people hiring. Anybody that was in contact with Sean McVay, right? And mm-hmm. Zach Taylor for the Bengals is one of those guys that's just like completely in over his head. Like he clearly, like he clearly doesn't know what he's doing. Um, and I feel bad for Joe yeah. Burrow because he's. I mean, be the-, the the Bengals and and two of these. So of their ten losses, uh, three of them were by less than six points. So the spread is six and a half. They've only lost by less than that three times this season and seven times they've lost by six or more. So, I mean, they're, they're, they're getting, it's not like they're losing a bunch of close games and they're really better. I mean, they're getting housed every week and two of those three losses that were close were early in the season. So, I mean, they're just off the rails. Um, I mean, they're, they're, they're going to get Joe Burrow. <laughs> they are. And I feel, I feel bad for him. So how many, pi- I'm now I'm, I'm looking at my sheet and I'm suddenly confused. Andrew, how many picks have you given out? You've given out, you gave out Arkansas plus 46. You gave yep. out Pe- Penn Steelers. State, the Steelers and Penn State. Yep. That's right. So, you, so give me one more before we get to the saints, man, the foul. I, I don't want to take that from my dad. God, like that, that's the, that's the bet of the week. It really is. I, I feel great about that one. And, um, but I, I just can't do it. I can't, I can't take that one away from you, but that is a great, great pick. <laughs> and then, and seriously, son love to a father. gambler, like that's, that's free money. You, you got to do it. You got to do it. Um, I will go with, um, I'm going to go back to college football. UCLA burned me hardcore last week. Uh, I, I thought they would cover against Utah, and I bet on UCLA to cover. They lost forty-nine to three. 
the spread was like 24, and I was like, oh, yeah, I feel good about this. 24 <laughs> points. They, UCLA can cover this. This is a conference matchup. And they, they lost 49-3. to three. So I'm mad at them. USC's favored 14 at home against UCLA. Um, I, I think the Trojans are going to roll. Uh, they'll win by 20 easy. So I'm, I'm picking against UCLA. All right. So you what's so picking against UCLA? I like it. So, uh, Mr. Juge, you gave out Tulane, PSG, LSU, Atlanta. I got to give out my fourth. I'm going. I'm going crazy, people. If you want to get if you want to get wild, 7:30 a.m. Eastern, Saturday morning, West Ham United is playing Tottenham <laughs> Hotspur. <laughs> Tottenham just fired their manager, who's probably the best manager they've had in the last 25 years because they're Pochettino. Pochettino. He's out of there. They 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 shit canned him, and they're they're about to hire Mourinho. Oh yeah. And, and Mourinho is a dumpster fire. But he sometimes he gets Pochettino, you win. Pochettino was a star PSG player back in the day. Oh, back in the day. So yeah. I'm telling you, Tottenham Hotspur, they're going to get housed by West Ham. Take West Ham on the money line plus 250. <laughs> you can get it at, at other places that don't sponsor this podcast uh, at plus 300 if you look. So you should do that. Take West Ham. Thank me later. And besides, it gives you an. It'll give even if they lose, it'll give you an excuse to drink Saturday morning and curse me. So, uh, so do it. Uh, you'll think you'll either thank me or you or you can you can just uh you can just get drunk and shit tweet me at on Saturday morning about how bad about this election it was. So here we go. The Saints, Carolina, the big one of the week. The reason people are tuning into this, <coughs> Mr. Juge, Saints are a nine and a half point favorite against the Panthers at home. Who you got? I got the Saints. I, I think they cover. I'm thinking something like you know, thirty-one twenty at least, maybe worse. So yeah, I'm, I got the Saints. I'm full in home slice. Full. Andrew, we discussed on the preview that people, by the way, subscribe, $7 a month. You get it every day. We have the preview podcast for the Panthers. This is a do-or-die game for the Panthers and the Saints, yeah. whether, whether they win or cover whatever. I'm convinced Carolina is going to give their best effort they've given in a month. Yeah, they have to give the Saints their best shot um, because, like you said, it's do or die. They're three games back. If they lose, they're four games back with five games left. So the division is basically over, and they're three games back in the wild card. So if they lose, they'd be four games out of the wild card. Um, so basically, this this loss would bury them, any hope they have at postseason. So, uh, yeah, it's do or die for the Panthers. Um you know, they're going to lean on Christian McCaffrey heavily. I do think this is a favorable matchup for the Saints just because they're kind of one-dimensional in what they do offensively. And it's not that – look, no one's been able to stop Christian McCaffrey, so I think the Saints will have some trouble. But if there's one thing the Saints do really well, it's stop the run. So I think they're going to key on him and hopefully slow him down. Um, but I, I do – I think the Saints win the game, but I just think it's going to be a tough one. And 
Um, I, I, I'm surprised you had nine and a half. I, I had 10 earlier today, so it must have gone down a little bit. But um, I, I still just think, you know, the Saints will win by maybe four, maybe six. Um, but uh, it's going to be a tough battle. And Luke Keekley's going to play well. And, um, you know, I think it could very easily be a 24 to 20 type game. I like the fact that me and you are both petting going against your dad in these head-to-head games, so it makes it more fun, so uh, he has a good chance of coming back next week. I'm going. The Saints are going to win, and I believe Kyle Allen for the Panthers will do something tragic late to seal it for the Saints. But it's gonna be it's gonna be a it's gonna be a war. I think. I think Carolina they have good players. Ron Rivera is a good coach. Not he's not great, but. I mean, if he if Andrew, there's a good chance that the NFC South is going to have two new coaches next year because the new owner in Carolina is going to clean the house if they don't make the playoffs, which they are probably not. Atlanta is going to fire Quinn unless they get to seven and nine, eight and eight, which seems unlikely. Uh, so this is going to be our last. This might be what we might only have a couple more times to enjoy Riverboat Ron. Yeah, yeah, that's true, and uh, you know, and that's not not just those two coaches, but two quarterbacks too. I think Cam Newton and well, Jameis Winston, I think, is definitely going to be done after this year, and I don't know where he'll go, but he, he won't be with the Bucks. And then uh, with all the all the money the Panthers are paying Cam Newton, and he's coming off an injury again, uh, they've got a big decision to make with him. So um, the NFC South is going to look a lot different. I mean, we've gotten used to kind of Quinn and. Ron Rivera and Cam Newton and Jameis Winston and you know and there's there's going to be a lot of changes and Breeze I, might not be back you no know? so there there could, there could be a lot of changes. I, this I was just thinking about it, Mr. Juge, you going all in for the wave for the Green Wave. I'm going to be rooting harder for the Green Wave than I have all year, except the time when Andrew bet against them and Houston beat them on a miracle play. I was rooting for them just so I could make fun of Andrew. But besides that, I'll be rooting super hard because you're all in on the Wave, and me and you can just laugh at Andrew because Andrew has a theory of betting against Tulane that he's sort of gone away from. They made him gun-shy this year. Uh, so, Mr. Juju, I'm rooting hard for the wave. I, I want, I want, I want you to uh, defeat us this week. Except for the except for the bets that I have big money on, like the Dolphins and uh, the, the the Dolphins and and uh, and Michigan State. Besides those, the rest of them you can win. Uh, so we can have you back. I'm rooting for you. But is there any final? Andrew, embarrassing story you want to give the people before we get out of here? Uh, well, I mean, you, probably my dad would be better to deliver that. <laughs> what you got? Uh, Ralph, I think yeah, there's too many. <laughs> there's too, there's no, too no, many. seriously. No, no, none, <laughs> uh, none at all. Very, very proud. I think you know, he's, he's, he's the Shell Answer Man, and he's training his son Cullen to be the Shell Answer Man Jr., uh, I like uh, I like the fact I, I, got, that, I got an embarrassing story. Well, sort of. It's it's kind of weird. I'll, I'll share this one, and Dad, you can you can expand on this if you want. But I just remember when I was young, my parents bought me. We were in Paris. And my parents bought me a bicycle, a bike, and so you know I, I was. They they were just teaching me how to ride a bike. I was probably about the age my son is now. I'm probably a little younger than that, but um, anyway. After a day of trying the bike, 
uh, my dad puts it in the garage and, you know, we go, go upstairs, you go to sleep and the next morning the bike is stolen. And so, you know, about a week goes by and he buys me a new bike and we, same thing, we go in the park, you know, I try to start learning how to do it and same deal, puts it in the garage next morning, stolen again. And after the second time it was stolen, my dad's like, yeah, I'm not buying you another bike. So I guess you're just taking public transportation. And so I, he ne I never had another bike. And so I never learned. So to this day, I'm 39 years old. I do not know how to ride a bike. <laughs> what? You don't know how to ride a bike? That's worse, story. Than, that's yes. worse than my wife being, uh, I won't tell her age, that's worse than her not knowing how to swim. I gotta get I gotta get my son swimming lessons, and then I talk to the teacher. She gives adult lessons. When my son learns how to swim, we're gonna get my wife swimming lessons. Yeah, I can play guitar. I can drive a car. I can uh, play a lot of sports, and some of them kind of well. Um, but but I can't ride a bike. Breaking news. My bad. Breaking news, if Andrew ever needs to save someone and there's only a bike to get him there, you're doomed. You're dead. You're dead. <laughs> so You are dead. Uh, thanks to everybody in the chat room for listening. Mr. Juge, thanks for, thanks for hopping on with us and being a good sport. We appreciate the late notice. This has been fun. Uh, I enjoy. I hope everyone that listened to this show later or in the live stream, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed just having Andrew's father uh, tell embarrassing stories from Andrew's childhood. It was magical. Uh, so everybody, have a great gambling weekend and subscribe to our daily podcast so you can get the Thursday and Friday shows. And we will see you on Monday. <laughs>